Hi, I'm Mike Butler. And I'm Mike Field. And this is Forgotten Cinema Spotlight on... Denzel Washington. So if you listen to our most recent podcast, which was the Virtuosity podcast, this is kind of like a compendium to that. We wanted to highlight something out of that movie that uh, we wanted to talk a little bit more about. And we seem to always continue to keep talking about Denzel Washington's career on the, on the show. <laughs> so we figured, you know, why not talk about, you know, our experiences in terms of his movies. And, and uh, this isn't about this isn't going to run through his entire filmography. Uh, these are just going to be movies that maybe we, you know, certain things that we went through and we talked about and we had opinions on or, or what have you. I don't know. I, I'm not sure where this is going to go. We're talking Denzel. We are talking Denzel. But real quickly, uh, just so you kind of give an idea of his acting career. He has won two Academy Awards, one for Best Actor for Training Day, another for Best Supporting Actor for the movie Glory. Uh, he was, he's, But he's nominated for nine total. So he was uh, nominated for Best Actor for Roman J. Israel Esquire, Fences, Flight, The Hurricane, and Malcolm X. He was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Cry Freedom. That's actually his first nomination, I believe. And is, he was nominated for Best Picture because he uh, produced the movie Fences as well as star in it. Uh, and he actually directed it because he's directed three films. He's directed Antoine Fisher, The Great Debaters, and Fences. And I've not seen The Great Debaters, which bothers me. I always forget he directed Antoine Fisher. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, Butler, I, I, I don't know how you want to kick this off. I mean, I don't know. How did you first experience Mr. Washington? <laughs> I have no idea. What, what's the first movie that pops in your head when someone talks to you about that? Oh. Oh man, I don't even. I got it. I got it right off the bat. It's Glory. I love the movie Glory. Glory's great, but I didn't watch Glory. My parents had always owned Glory, but I didn't watch Glory for a long time. Right. Okay. So that's not the first thing that pops into my head. For those out there who don't know, Glory is from 1989. It's about the U.S. Civil War's first all-black volunteer company, uh, and it's basically you know it's a regiment that pretty much perishes at the end because they have to go attack this. I guess this fort or this uh, stronghold by the Confederates and it's a, it's certain death because you're just running into fire, running into, and it's just when they, they, they go up against all these prejudices and all these, you know, just, you know, fighting for their freedom and fighting and fighting for a side that necessarily doesn't believe that they're equal. Yeah. Fighting Uh, for a country that doesn't even accept. Right. Exactly. So it's just, it's just such a good movie. He has such an awesome score. Uh, The score is just you, when this movie came out in 89, in the nineties, you've heard this score because it, it was in like 45 trailers because <laughs> the score is just awesome. So that was the first movie that I, I remember him in. That I, and then I go back and watch the other stuff. And, but, but what, what, what do you got for me? I think the first movie that when I, when you think Denzel Washington for me is probably man on fire. Okay. It's the first movie where I really, and I, I obviously I'd been watching a ton of Denzel movies before this, but I think when I think of it, I think, that was the first one where I was like, holy crap, I think this might be one of the greatest actors of all time. Because he can do it. That movie has allows him to do every little bit of everything in that movie. What's funny is that this is definitely going to highlight the differences in our ages because the movie for me is Malcolm X. Like that movie, he is. Yeah, I'm not watching that when I'm younger. I watched No, that I get I that. That older. movie's 92. I get that. Yeah. And I'm 17, 8, 17. So you that's know. about when I saw Malcolm X. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. No, I got you. No, I understand that. That's totally because we're, we're, we're 12 years, 12 years, 12 years, 12 years apart. Yeah. So no, that's, that's totally understandable. I think of Malcolm X, I, um, you know, that's if you really should see that movie, it's extremely important, obviously, but it's just, he's really good in that. Right. Spike Lee uh, directed that movie and he's obviously Spike Lee's a legendary filmmaker. Uh, I shouldn't have to tell you that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't even have man of fire. Like I saw man of fire maybe once. And I liked really? it, but I really wasn't as connected to it as you were. Oh, I maybe. really, I love Man on Fire. Okay. Um, I also remember the Hurricane when I okay. was younger. Yep. And thinking, wow, he's really good in the Hurricane. But it was a little bit more. You know, I'm only 12 when I watched that, so I think wow. there's a lot in that movie that 
wasn't really something that really phased me or affected me as much as it probably would have if I watched it now. Right. I remember him being like, oh, that's really good. But Man on Fire was like, holy crap, that's that's acting. Like from the beginning when he's more suicidal to when he's having fun with the 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 girl, his crazy character, Creasy's having sure, fun sure, with Dakota Fanning, sure. or when he's out for revenge and he's got all these great lines and dialogue and he is it's an action movie where he is not necessarily, you know, running around just beating the crap out of people. Right. Like on Arnold character, but just his intensity and his unstoppability, I guess, uh, it was just like, wow. That's Tony Scott, right? Yes. Tony Scott also did Deja Vu. Yes, which you, I don't You don't like, like Deja Vu? I was like going to ask you. Yeah. I don't think, and it's not, I don't think that's the problem with the direction or the, or Denzel's acting yeah which it's never Denzel's acting that's the problem it it's the story i think is just all over the place in deja vu i'm just not a huge fan of that you often talk about on the show that i guess collateral was the movie that you really liked because you it made you want to be an actor collateral was when i was like uh, there well, rocky was also one of them okay i think collateral is the one that cemented it but you never really talk about actors that inspire you to be uh, uh, you know, like what you try to is Denzel one of those Denzel Washington one of those actors. So my freshman year of college, right, I was in an acting class, and the whole thing was about you know not so much about acting, so much about finding the actor in you, I guess, as as it were, and figuring out why you want to do this and and how you have to go about doing it. And the like the very first or second class, it was what's a good actor and why are they a good actor and what inspires you about them and. The, my answer was Denzel Washington. Okay. I think Denzel Washington is the best actor of, and I think I said it on the podcast, of our generation. I okay. think he is numero uno. I don't think, I mean, he's up there with, you know, in, in 50, 60 years, you're going to be putting him up there with Lawrence Olivier and, and the likes wow. of that. I think that's going to be, Denzel Washington will always be listed as one of the greatest actors of all time. And what's interesting is, I think he's a great actor, but I also have said on the cast before, and I, I've said it before, is that he's great because he's Denzel. He puts himself in every role, which you're supposed to do as an actor, but he's not a character actor. He's definitely he a movie star yeah, actor. He doesn't yeah. disappear into the role. He's still got a little bit of him in the role. Sure. But you can see him as all these, and I think that's great. It's a He's not a chameleon but he's just a little bit of everything that you can absolutely believe him as Frank Lucas in American gangster. You sure. can believe him uh, as John Quincy Archibald and John Q as Alonzo in training day, you know, all these different characters you understand and you believe he's, he's even great in book of Eli as Eli, you know, you mm -hmm. believe he's going to kick that. That is much more of a kick-ass action movie character. That he plays. <laughs> and you believe it. And, yeah. and because Denzel can, and is all these people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's absolutely amazing. So, how much do you remember of Philadelphia? I saw it probably in high school, so I don't remember much. Okay. So the, I just want to talk about Philadelphia a little bit. Yeah. So Tom Hanks is is the one that's always lauded in Philadelphia. Uh, he, uh, he won the Oscar. He deserved it. Right. Absolutely. If you don't know what Philadelphia is about, Philadelphia is, it was from 1993. It's, uh, I'm going to give you the brief synopsis from IMDb Pro. When a man with HIV is fired by his law firm because of his condition, he hires a homophobic small-time lawyer as the only willing advocate for a wrongful dismissal suit. So obviously, uh, Tom Hanks plays, Andrew Beckett plays the lawyer, Denzel Washington, Joe Miller plays the plays, excuse me, Tom Hanks plays the lawyer that's fired for, for having HIV. Denzel Washington plays the lawyer that represents him. So he's the second, he's the, he's the supporting character. Right. Now it's the character that the Joe Miller character that Washington plays in that movie is he, it's somebody, it's, it's a tough 
it's a tough play because it's somebody who he's playing a character that doesn't view his actions or his inactions as wrong. Right. You know what I mean? He views himself like, it's just whatever. He's fine. He kind of like, you know, that whole idea, like, well, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. That kind of thing. Yeah. And I think it's, it's that character arc is, is fascinating because in movie it's his arc is something within the movie that he needs to come to grips with the type of person that he is the type of person that, he views himself. He always views himself. No, I'm not homophobic. I'm not, you know, I have no problem with homosexuality, but within the story, when he takes on the case and he realized that he does and he doesn't, you know what I mean? And like, he has to come to terms with who he is and who he wants to be within that role. And I think within, in terms of in his life and the Joe Miller character, I think a lot of times in movies, you have either a hundred percent, you have people more so now, a lot of times people are portrayed where they're hundred percent progressive and they're like, everyone's accepting right. or they're a hundred percent transphobic, homophobic, and they don't like, you know, anything different. Right. You know what I mean? It's very, you very rarely have a character who can change can cha- or, or is shown as, you know, has certain views, thinks they're progressive, but they're really not. And they're really challenged with the exception of like the Sam Rockwell character in three, in three billboards. He's yes. somebody who starts off extremely racist and it has to, and he's still towards, he's not redeemed at the end. He's not a complete, but he realizes that he is not the good guy at some point. That he he's needs tr- to kind of change. Right, right. He tries to, and he, and obviously, and that movie does not, show that that movie does not really say like, Oh, and he'll change in the end. You don't know his character, what his progression is going to be. But regardless of that, I think that Denzel's role in, in Philadelphia is a tough one to do because, you know, Tom Hanks deserves the Oscar and I'm not comparing the Tom Hanks character, but what I'm saying is that you need to really showcase, you need to come out as a good guy in this movie in terms of, um, you know, your character arc. And Mm -hmm. that's for somebody who can't do that somebody who maybe doesn't have the skill set as Washington probably right. can't do that in that movie. And I think that not enough attention is paid to his character within Philadelphia. And I just wanted to highlight that because again, that, I mean, that's a movie that was, I was 18, 19 when I came out. So right. you're not going to really, you didn't see that movie until much later. It's, you know, we're coming at a different time. So I just thought that that's a perfect example of Denzel Washington, not in a main, not in a main role in a supporting role, but delivering a main, a lead actor performance right. that is often overshadowed, deservedly so by Tom Hanks uh, in, the, in the movie. One of the things I really like about Denzel, and I think he does this in every movie, is his quiet moments. His quiet moments of explanation, his quiet moments of monologue, his quiet moments of, of why you're wrong or why he's right or why you're right or why you have to change. And I think that's one of the things he does that makes him so watchable are these quiet moments where he'll he'll just talk and he's kind of shaking his head and you got to do this and he's got the same intonation and same tone every time and you want to listen to him and the way he presents those monologues and the way he can make a monologue slow and quiet uh, even when he's playing uh, not a great guy or a or a guy who's dealing with violence or a guy who's dealing with love or understanding or or, or anything mm-hmm. those quiet moments and the way he presents his dialogue and lines and he never go. He very rarely in those ever, which he has obviously in trade. He's got a lot of shouting monologues, and yeah. stuff like that. But those quiet moments and those quiet monologues, I think, are that's that is some of the best acting that you can see. And I I don't think anyone does 
dialogue like that, or at least that well. Well, he's a presence. So when he's on screen, you're paying attention. So right. regardless. And so I think that that is a te- testament to him. That's a testament to his on-screen presence, his on-screen persona. And it's just, you know, you pay attention to whatever it is he's on screen. It's funny because I'm reminded of when we had fences at the theater and we always talk about how Denzel Washington movies always do well. Mm-hmm. They're always do well. They're always busy. They always do well. It doesn't matter. People come out for Denzel Washington. And when we did Fences and we watched it, it's like a three hour movie. And I remember saying to you, I'm like, I just don't really think that this is, I mean, it's three hours. I don't, right. I can't, I can't see this move, this movie bringing in. It's not like his typical fair, like man on fire days of like, like, you know, like more summary action. And this is a straight drama and he is not the good guy. You right. know what I mean? He's not, yeah, not right. at all. He is not the nice guy in this movie, but like, I just don't see it. And I got to tell you, that movie was still busy consistently. And it's just like that show that goes to the power of his box office presence in terms of people will go see his movies all the time. There are very few people that big where people will buy tickets, not for the movie they're seeing, but by the person they're seeing. Let me get, can you think of another person? Can you think of another actor? Tom Cruise. Okay. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart now, um, see Kevin Hart because he's hot because he's. Oh you know no, I'm not I mean? saying yeah. he. I'm this, saying listen. you've been going to see the Denzel movie since 1992. I, exactly, exactly, uh, His, and it's, it's 2021. This has been like 30, 40 it. years consistent. Uh, Tom Cruise, you see the Tom Cruise movie, and that's about it. I mean, yeah, you honestly. go to see the Denzel movie. Mm-hmm. And he and like and I'm not saying and I think if you look it up, I don't think there's like he's the. He's like the actor that's earned the most amount of money over time, like that kind of thing. Right. I don't, I'm not saying that because there are actors that are white hot and they come in and they're like, they run a string of like six movies and they're like, boom, boom, boom. And they make so much money. He is consistently a box office draw regardless. I also want to point this out. Looking at his IMDb, 1990, This guy keeps on working. He pumps out three or four movies a year. And only just recently in like the 2010s did he go 2010, 2012. <laughs> He's a little older now. Exactly. He's yeah. finally taking... Put, this is him in his sixties. Yeah, I got you. That is such his credits in that throughout the nineties. It's just absolutely ridiculous in the two thousands. Right. Like this guy works and he doesn't have to work a day. He probably didn't have to work a day in his life after 1996. That's not why you're doing that stuff. But yeah, exactly. And he keeps putting out amazing movies. Yeah. And here's another thing. He's great in two guns and no one likes two guns. I, like I want to point that out. I think you and I are the only ones who I've ever talked to that. He's not guns. the, uh, <laughs> from what I remember, he's not the one that I have a problem with in two guns. It's Mark Wahlberg, right? Mark Wahlberg yeah. and him. Yeah. So I think the two of them are great together. That's I really like their, their, the, I think it's fun. The problem like with two guns is that there's, it's, it's, there's so many other movies that came out beforehand. That's just like it, that I think that's what affected oh, it's certainly it. Like a buddy yeah. cop type movie, yeah. but that's what affected it. But no. I think it worked really Listen, well. My big thing in movies and sports <laughs> films is I can't stand when actors can't play the sport, but in he got game, he, he can ball. So that's fine. <laughs> I'm good with that. So he, he can play. And I, I cannot stand in, and sports films when actors step in and it's just like, you don't know how to play that sport. Um, so yeah. And I think, Another movie to, to highlight is uh, Inside Man. I don't know if you've ever, if that's with Clive Owen. I love Inside that's Man. Com- that's a, com- do you think that's like an underrated Spike Lee film? I've wanted to put Inside Man on our forgotten list and you told me I can't. I, well, because I don't know if it's forgotten. It's so good. It's it is, really right, good. Jinx? But yeah. So. <laughs> um, it proves that Spike Lee can do any type of movie as well. Of course. I, well, I never had that doubt. Well, I always talk about how, well, this is kind of a tangent, but I always talk about how directors, you know, if they only stick to one thing. Right. Scorsese is like, I'd like to see him do more other stuff. Sure. Like, he's a fantastic director, but I like when they 
go outside their wheelhouse. Sure. Which Spielberg always does. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you always stay within your wheelhouse, are you really a great director? Or can you turn this weird, can you make this comedy or this romantic yeah. comedy like a great movie? Yeah. No, I think Spike Lee has proved they did the old boy remake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's no. done a bunch now. Yeah. No. But even movies that I don't like, like I don't like The Equalizer that much. I, I don't really, mind it. I don't mind I some really parts of it. I really don't like Equalizer too. Uh, but he's still great in those movies. Oh, yeah. He's uh, good. Even when the movie itself isn't great. Like, he's nominated for Flight. Yeah. But it's a, that's a bummer a huge, of a film. That's yeah, a bummer that's, that's of a, a really film. Bummer, bummer but he's film. playing an alcoholic who's trying to hide. You know what I mean? He's, exactly. It's, yeah. No, he's his performance is really good. The film is just such a bummer. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, and then we talk about how, like, he elevated virtuosity. And virtuosity wouldn't be good without it. Correct. Uh, I don't not like Safe House. And I think it's only because of him. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is the one that's kind of. I, I like, like Ryan Reynolds, yeah. but the, you need like, you need him to be in. Like, I like Safe House over the Hitman's Bodyguard. <sighs> yeah. Because they're similar movies, but I think Safe House works better because you have someone who's such a dramatic powerhouse actor. Yeah. Acting against the jokey Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, wrap it up real quick. Two things. One, uh, for me, I don't know how, if you have anything to wrap up, but one thing for me is, um, for those who don't know out there, he's actually his, his latest movie. Cause we just talked about before we, uh, got on Mike was he's actually playing Macbeth in a Coen brothers film. So if that doesn't get you excited, then you don't love film because that's going to be, I can't wait for that. I'm really excited yeah, for that. Exactly. And the other thing is that he loves the show monk starring Tony Shalhoub and I love monk. So you know what? Oh, he love monk? Awesome. Yeah. I so like, know you know what? <laughs> Rock on. I'm all, I'm right there with you. He acted in Tony Shalhoub with Tony Shalhoub in the siege. Yeah, I know. But monk, Which, monk is awesome. I only just found out cause I was looking at the siege. I've never seen the siege. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think good. we've talked about it before. And at Benning. Yes. And at Benning. Yeah. Bruce Willis, Tony Shalhoub, yeah, well, yeah. Denzel Washington. Yeah. I really want to watch it. Yeah. But 90s Bruce Willis. Okay. <laughs> we should do a Bruce Willis spotlight. Where He's like a, we start downgrading no, Bruce no, Willis. No, we're not going And to. then. Sorry, Bruce. Movie <laughs> <laughs> but those are my last two notes. Um, I don't know if you have anyone to wrap it up or go I ahead. was going to wrap it up with that Macbeth yeah. thing. Cause that's like my dream role is to play Macbeth. Nice. So I think like I'm Denzel Washington that. as Macbeth is going to be so, so good. I mean, I love the Coen brothers. So yeah. I don't think it's the Coen. It looks like it's just Joel. It's them. It doesn't. It's them. Even when only one of them. Yeah. Listed? It's, okay. it, it's that. He's always the director. Uh, he's director they, and writer. There's they no, just. Uh, they even. no. He's there. Okay. He, he's there. Listen, Cohen's a Cohen. It's there. Trust <laughs> me. Trust me. We good. <laughs> All right. So uh, I don't know. You wrap it up. I wrapped up the last one. Fine. I'll wrap it up. Right. If you liked what you saw here today, or no, I want to. I want to wrap it up different. Hold on. Okay. So that's our spotlight on Denzel Washington. Hopefully, you guys agree with us that he is. One of the you don't have to agree uh, with us. You should. You, know, you have to at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think we're saying what anybody else doesn't know. Denzel Washington is an amazing, amazing actor. Hopefully, this kind of has inspired you to take a look back at his career and watch other movies like Glory, like Malcolm X, like Philadelphia, the older stuff that maybe doesn't get shown on TV all the time anymore. I do want to watch Philadelphia again. I don't know why. I just I haven't seen it. In so I haven't long. seen it in a while. I, I want to watch Malcolm X again. It's been a long time. Yes, you should. But you should. all these movies are great. Check out, you know, Man on Fire, like I said. Check out anything he got game inside man yeah denzel he got game is another one that they don't talk about enough i think either uh it's tough because ray lewis is in that Mm -hmm. and he's not really an actor so it's kind of difficult to get around that but you know it is what it is 
it's, it's, it's still fun. It's yeah. just, you know, it's, it's just, it is what it is. Like I said. <laughs> uh, so yeah, check out all the Denzel movies and then check out us. Yes. You could check out us. You could also check out the episode that inspired this virtuosity. That's right. Uh, you can find us at forgotten cinemapodcast.com or forgotten entertainment.com as we are a part of, as Mike Lexus says, the forgotten entertainment family. Uh, we have new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, so we're on social media all week. Uh, we're active. So feel free to reach out. Uh, if you have any suggestions for the spotlight apps or for main apps, let us know. Yeah, so that's it. I'm Mike Field. Oh, you do it. I want to be the one yeah, on this yeah, spotlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So anyway, I'm Mike Butler. And I'm Mike Field. And this has been Forgotten Cinema Spotlight on Denzel Washington.